we're back sooner than expected i know and jack is with us yet again where we don't need to introduce jack it's an honor yeah no second time frequent visitor of the pod um if you don't know who jack is i need you to stop this podcast and go listen to the episode it's got his ad in it i'm that cuh and yeah welcome back man great to be here again nice nice to have you nice to have you a lot's gone down this week man uh i think we let's get right to it oh yeah and mims is here also say hello mims i love how you always just forget me when jack's here it's pretty cool no no it's not even like that i'm so excited to talk (laughs) about all the shit that happened i just i i mean everyone knows you're here I mean, it's no surprise. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But that, man, that's two in a row. I'm, I'll remember that. No, don't take it the wrong way. I'm just playing. Okay. But yeah, shit was popping this weekend. That's for certain. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> it was quite honestly, to my memory, one of, like, one of the best NFL weeks ever. And there was only four games. And it was... That's all we needed. They were all awesome. Um, In my opinion, the best weekend. Best for last. Yeah, and we we also saved the best game for last. Absolutely. And the Chiefs and the Bills. It really all built up, like, perfectly. Like, the Bengals-Titans was probably, like, just the sloppiest game. 49ers-Packers was, like, hilarious. Rams like Bucks was just like classic Brady. Nah, not almost. quite. Yeah, not almost. Quite. Yeah, almost. But you know what I mean? That feel, like everybody was into it, and then obviously, like just the absolute madness of Bills Chiefs. But we'll, felt like a college game. <clears throat> all of it did. Every single game did. did. It was fucking madness. We'll go more in depth than that later. But there's. Oh, man, what a crazy weekend. The UFC popping off as well. Big fight. I didn't get to watch it. Jack and Grant did. But uh, good fight. Francis retained the title through wrestling. So that was interesting. (laughs) We'll get into that later. (laughs) Um, We're going to let's start out with the Bengals game. Mims, what do you have to say about that? Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow is fucking second? hilarious. He's going to win a Super Bowl. I told y'all a year ago, to fucking or two years ago, it was an, whatever he was drafted, to trade the fucking house for Joe Burrow, and no one listened to me. Mostly because none of my friends are GMs, but all of them thought I was stupid anyways. So, But now, here we are, year two, just like he did at LSU, doing things no one thought was possible, and I am just all in. What do you have to say to the haters saying that he didn't throw a touchdown in the game against the Titans? I mean, he was being protected by phantom linemen. Like, when you've got Jeffrey Simmons and Bud Dupree and Harold Landry, like, in your grill, like, smelling their breath all game as you let go of the ball, like, what are you supposed to do? That boy got sacked nine times. He threw for over 300-plus yards. Like, he was moving the ball down the field. He was 30 for 39 throwing. Like, it was not like he was inefficient. He just could not, like – he didn't have time to score a touchdown. They got did the job and won the game. Granted, that was via turnover madness, but 
a dub's a dub, and that guy's a winner. <laughs> I don't give a shit how you do it. <laughs> he managed the game well. He did what he had to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, at the worst – like, at his worst, he's a game manager, but we've all seen him take over games as well. So, that's why I think, like, him having no touchdowns to me is a moot point when we saw him have 13 touchdowns over three games not even a month ago. If you watched the game, you knew – you kind of just ignored that he had no touchdowns because they won and he had a good game. If you watch the game, you're not going to um, be biased against him for not having a touchdown. Yeah, if you, if you watched the game, you would not say he played bad football. Like, yes, he did not score. Yes, he had the interception. Granted, the interception was a fucking drop pass that went through the wide receiver. It was a running back, but went right through his hands and into the fucking a crazy catch by whoever that safety was. I think it was Amani Hooker. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. So, Jamar Chase <laughs> – Hit his receiving over like I thought he would. Most of it was on one catch. Uh, T. Higgins got a lot of the work there. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Do we think Ryan Tannehill's bad at football? Yes, I have him in the <clears throat> tier now, if I didn't already. Because that was some, some – Damn, I literally just out. closed it. I literally just closed the tab where we could check. But, no, no, I think yeah. I still Ryan, have it open. I can tell you I, on my thing. Yeah, right. Ryan Tannehill is not somebody you want to start for your team if you're trying to win a bring, Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and, like, it's not like that defense is, like, like yeah, they have a great uh, D-line, but it's not like there's, like, they have a great backfield by any means of the imagination, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if that's the case, you are you don't have, like, a scary good defense. You just have, like, a pretty good defense. You're going to need a good quarterback to, like, take you – farther than where they went, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Derrick yeah. Henry, Henry, I don't think he was 100%. They I was just screws. about to say he that. Had, yeah, he had screws in one of his one of his feet. That is – he was uh, not having, good. Having a steel plate good. in your foot when I assume – I mean, people could see their breath out there. It's like 30 degrees out there. It's definitely not great, especially when you've been rushed back and then you're playing playoff football. Yeah. I mean – Hell, Deontay Foreman had, like, four touches, I think, for, like, 66 yards. I don't know why he didn't get more burn. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed way more effective and way more explosive than Henry that day. So, but. I think in- injured Henry is replaceable, as crazy as that is to say that. Well, he's yeah. He's not 100%. He's for sure a replaceable back. Yeah, if he's not his full 100% tank self, there's not much he can really do because it's not like he's super fast. It's not like he's going to make you miss. Like, he's got to be able to kind of run you over. This just sure. and just Derrick Henry is mortal. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. He is. He is. Like, you know, it's crazy because he hasn't looked like it his entire career. <laughs> Pretty much. But – yeah, no, that takes us. I mean, your thoughts, anything other on that game? Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised by the outcome. I did pick the Titans, but like I, like, like we said, the big thing was Henry being back for me, at least. I don't know about anybody else. Like, I did, I definitely didn't think that the Titans in their current state without Henry was enough to do anything in the playoffs. I thought they were a fraudulent team, so I'm not surprised. I feel like a fool for betting on them. 
Bengal, yeah, Bengals had all the momentum. I can't believe I switched up on them at the end of the week. I got scared of Derrick Henry, and I'm not surprised that happened. Tannehill did have that one good throw to AJ Brown, but other than that, I just think he sucks. I think Those are my final thoughts. I, I, they, yeah. need, they need someone else. They, they keep making it to the playoffs, but I just I, I think these are two incomplete teams. I mean, I agree. The, the Bengals' weakness shows their offensive line. Yeah, and it shows. Yeah, like right. Any team with it like got two, exposed and they still elite, won. Yeah, any team with two good to elite linemen will dominate the Bengals, as Harold Landry, Jeffrey Simmons, and Bud Dupree showed last week. Uh, I think that game's enough for of a wake up call for Cincinnati's GMs to pull the trigger on no line in this upcoming draft. It's tough. Oh, if they don't, then I mean, <laughs> they're just trying to get him killed. Can't fix stupid, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, that brings us to a depressing outcome of a 49ers Packers game. It's 13 to 10 in Lambeau. Disgusting. It was awesome. An ugly game. A very yeah. ugly game. I, I didn't enjoy it. My my Packers future bet didn't last but a game. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. I want to hear, just, like, what, what do you think, just, Jack? That's supposed to be your next quarterback. I mean, he, he seemed very nonchalant. It was weird. I just didn't expect him. He didn't even have a bad game it was just he definitely didn't win the game and he seemed very he seemed like he didn't care honestly like yeah, he didn't have drive, a bad game but like it's like how do you not score after the opening drive i just I, they, just I just don't get that they absolutely shredded for like five minutes there and then after that they just shit the bed it's it's frustrating they i'm pretty sure they blocked a field goal and and a punt because they scored on the block punt they blocked a field goal too, correct? Right. Yeah, they, they had chances to put it away. Just literally score three more points in your fi- or score get the ball in the end zone on the each time they were in the red zone is that was it was just a frustrating game. They could not get it going. They were they were stopping the run. The Niners were, and then it'd be like and it'd be like third and eleven, and then Rodgers couldn't convert, and that was the story of the game. Yeah, it's just not the outcome I think anybody expected. Uh, especially no. solo scoring, just like boring. But like, I feel like the weather may have had a lot to do with that. Maybe I don't know. Well, you think if any team was fucking, used I was about to, to say it should be the Green Packers Bay's compared case. to San right. Francisco. Right. Like, I, right. San Francisco yeah. is not the warmest yeah. place I've yeah. been there, but it's yeah. definitely not as cold as fucking Green yeah. Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> right. I was just – the only way the weather would have benefited them is just, like, based on the way the two teams play. Like, uh, the Niners like to run the ball. Their play styles make where the that Niners kind of would succeed, where the Niners would, like, be better in that weather. But then again, the Packers, that's their home That's their home stadium. Like, they got to – there's no excuse. I was really surprised to see, like, the backlash Rodgers got on, like, Twitter after the game. Like, well, you got to. I read something the other day. Rodgers is seven and nine since that Super Bowl. 
appearance or Super Bowl win in the playoffs. Like, I kind of yeah. get why they're fucking fed up at this yeah. point. Like, he acts like he's the GOAT and gets compared to Tom Brady, but has a losing record in the playoffs since, he, like, what, 2010 when they won? Yeah. 2010, I beat the Steelers. It's yeah. It's been a minute. They've they've come up short so many times. Yeah, I just I don't know why either. Because I like I think Rodgers is like the most skilled quarterback. I just don't get why every time in the playoffs they just they just shit the bed. I I don't know. I think it's time for Rodgers to leave. Do you guys think we will ever see Rodgers throw a football again? And if yes, do we think he'll we'll ever see him throw a football to Devontae Adams again? Um, I think, I think we probably see him come back for another season. I don't, I don't know how long he wants to play football. I, I just think he, I don't know. I just feel like you can't go out as like that. I feel like he has to come back now. Um, yeah. You seem mad checked out. Speaking on if he leaves, I just, I know. I mean, it's not a matter of will they pay him or anything like that. It's just like, does he want to stay? And from what I've seen and read, heard all that, he has built a better relationship with his front office. So, like, I don't know. I I don't. I really don't know. Kind of like I said a couple weeks ago on the pod, he's a kind of a weird guy. He's kind. You just don't know. He's kind of hard to read. You just never he was know. On McAfee. He was on McAfee today. I think he said he just did the, the normal Rodgers on McAfee. I'm in a Zen state. I need time to think about it. He didn't yeah. really reveal too much. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know. Because that, that was a heartbreaking loss. Like, nobody – I mean, some people called that because the Niners seem like a team of destiny. But – when you look at how good the Packers were in the regular season, that's, that's just the head scratcher. Both first round by teams lost. It's wild. That brings me to an interesting question. Which team is the hotter team in football right now? The Bengals or the 49ers? That is interesting. Um, I'm going to say the Niners because better competition and this win streak goes into they've been in the playoffs like their week 18 game was basically a playoff game so they've been locked in for however many weeks straight that's fair but you can't look past the fact that the uh Bengals have beaten the Chiefs within the past what month yeah like I think it was week 17 when they played it was the last game Joe Burrow started in the regular season they benched Mm -hmm. everybody because they clinched the north Yeah. yeah That's a huge yeah, I got, win I got, for them. I got to disregard their week 18. They, they, yeah. I'd uh, say both runs are damn good. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think I would also have to slightly give the edge to the Niners just because I feel like nobody expected them to even make the playoffs, really. I feel like – and if they uh, – did we? I mean, I, I knew they were did. banged up all season. And I, I know I'm talking about like at the roster. beginning of the season. Did we really think that, like, were we yeah. saying to ourselves, San Francisco? Yes. Yeah. I thought I it was going to be the Rams I, I and the 49ers them. coming out of the West for the playoffs. I, I had them were. in my playoffs. Okay. Well, in Which, that case, then I was. I don't think it was Bengals. a popular I pick. I, I think we were just on that, Mims. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, don't, I don't think that was very popular. I, I, a lot I of people had, like, Seattle. Question marks like, around Jimmy G were definitely there. Oh, for sure. He's – he ain't doing shit. Seattle would have been terrible. The only man. time they've ever been bad is whenever he's been hurt, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, the one year he was fully healthy and didn't get yeah. hurt the entire year, yeah. they went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So – and now they're kind of – I mean, besides two games, haven't really ro- had that Ross problem. They yeah, have the D-line. Certain. They got Fred Warner. They got Trent the players. Williams. George Kittle, Trent Williams. Elijah Mitchell's become Elijah up big Mitchell. this year. I mean, like they're there's... better. They're better than people give them credit. I don't think we should be that surprised. Uh, I mean, it's impossible to not be a little surprised if they beat Dallas and Green Bay back to back. But they just control. They just control the game and make it theirs because they got star players everywhere. Yeah, they're just a really deep team. I want. I, I just don't understand why they traded up for Trey Lance. In hindsight, it looks really stupid now, but at the time, yeah. I understand Jimmy Garoppolo. Don't, like I said, they'd had him for three or four years at this point. He'd only been fully healthy for one I mean, year. You never know. I think – I mean, it depends on if Trey Lance is good or not. And I think he'll be good, but that's just speculation. We don't know. It doesn't make sense now, but it might make sense in four or five years. They've exactly. definitely driven themselves into a corner. That's for certain. For sure. But ride it out while it lasts because you're in the NFC Championship right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Made it that far. Absolutely. But I think I'm going to go with the Bengals because I'm biased, obviously. But Respect. Uh, do we want to move on to uh... – Rams-Bucks? Yes. Tom Brady went down, man. Big drama show. The Big bad man show. is gone, finally. <laughs> Bad scary man's gone. He got popped in the chops by Vaughn Miller. It was great. Listen, was awesome. he was down 27 to 3 and he tied it up. And lost. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he lost on a game winning field goal, you know? He lost. That's all I heard. I bet he's beaten plenty of people on game winning field goals. So that serves him fucking right. This is true. Yeah, it's kind of like, very true. Yeah, this is very true. He literally got Brady. Fuck him. We might have come Good. full circle. Like, if he comes Good. back next season, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just a mediocre quarterback, which I hate to say. But Matt Stafford just like stole his fucking swag. Like, literally, just like took his soul out of him and put it inside <laughs> of him. And I don't know about all that. And Matt Stafford just rattles off like four rings in LA. We're all like, what the hell? I mean. They did try to blow that game, bro, as hard as they could. Fuck yeah, they they Atlanta did. They were up twenty seven to three and almost lost. Yeah, like, it was, like it I was, said, they kicked a game winning field goal. Would have gone to overtime, and we know what would have happened if it went to overtime. Oh, absolutely. Never know. Let's say the Rams get the ball and they score a touchdown. No, that's not how that's not how things work. You're saying in this scenario, Brady Luck, he gets the coin toss. Yeah, are you kidding me? History repeats itself. Yeah, gets the coin toss. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, hundred percent. He built a career off Luck. Why would it end now? (laughs) Yeah, what? You tell me, doesn't get the coin toss? That's a better question. I'm just, I'm just pointing (laughs) out the dog shit rule. That's all I'm pointing out. All right, if you had to send any NFL player out there to go call your coin toss, who is it? Tom Brady. Any NFL player? I'm sending out Matthew Slater. 
Hey, salute, brother. Salute. Um, the Patriots never lose an overtime coin toss, and I correct. I fucking credit <laughs> that to him. Matthew Slater is literally a Hall of Famer, but um, the greatest gunner in special teams history. <laughs> God, and he's literally going to get a Hall of Fame spot for it. It's going to be awesome. Uh, all right. I feel like there's a better answer to this question. I don't know, man. Matthew Slater's pretty damn good. Tom Brady's a close second. The only other person I might send out there is like Aaron Donald because he might like intimidate the coin into doing like whatever he wants it to do. I was thinking all along the lines of like Chad Kelly. You think Chad Kelly's got the, the luck? somebody ridiculous like that? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence definitely has. Chad, the horse well, now that you mentioned it, Chad Trevor Kelly Lawrence does too. have tremendous luck. I mean, yeah, that Ole Miss Alabama game was pretty fucking spectacular. I can't lie. That ridiculous tip pass. <laughs> the, the fact the man, the fact that the man, like, cussed his coach out, got another job, had a pretty good career, and then got it somehow got a chance in the NFL. The fact he even got a chance is lucky. Did he ever start a game? I'm about to look that up, actually. I'm sure he did. Um, but yeah, so how legit is, do we are we taking this Rams team against the Niners? Well, Shanahan's uh six and zero on McVeigh. Keep that in mind. Just saying, right? Just saying. Um, the Rams Chad are Kelly. three and a half point favorites. Chad Kelly even... has taken one snap, and it was to knee the ball <laughs> in the end of the second half in 2018. Oh, that is the one snap he has ever gotten. Oh, that is my hero. He played four years somehow, or got paid for four years and play shit. Last pick in the draft. Good yeah, he was Mr. Irrelevant. It was awesome. Mr. Irrelevant. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I couldn't believe that I had to get that out there. <laughs> no, no I, was say, oh, I was going off about how, yeah, I think the Niners got the Rams this weekend. I think I think I got it. You think they beat them two times in a row? You yep. think they got that kind of swag going right now? Yeah, I think they do. I think they're just I don't know. I like Stafford's good as shit, and there I don't have a reason to doubt him. But like, I could see the Niners playing up to them again and getting some stops. I don't know, dude. I just feel like in the ball. I if just they feel- did it to Dallas and Green Bay. Like, I'm taking. I'm just gonna ride with them. The rid. Did you guys see that the Rams blocked anyone that wasn't like within? their uh zip code to buy tickets which is funny because i bet there's more 49ers fans in la than rams oh for sure 100 percent. they they unblocked it on Ticketmaster, but like it was like legit like they were like if you try to buy a ticket and like we're gonna go on your like card information and if it's (laughs) not in la then you you're gonna get refunded and you just can't come that's not a good look. Because, I mean, San Fran literally turned SoFi into Levi's Stadium last time. Like, it yep. was like, they were like, is this a home game? Like, oh, it's my be- God. Yeah. <laughs> it 
was awesome. Joe, Joe Buck was freaking out. <laughs> I just the Niners are banged up, dude. I just I, I got the Rams here. I feel like everybody in the world's like pulling for the underdog. You think they stopped this madness? Someone's got to stop this madness. I, I think the Rams stopped this madness, but they won't stop the Chiefs' madness. That's what I think I, happens. That's a I, real. That's that's a realistic outcome. I'm I'm on Team Debo here. We're riding 49ers. You can't. This hey, is I like. I hope they win. But this is essentially like y'all remember when the Giants just got red hot in 2000s. Obviously, Grant remembers, and they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, people love comparing. Why? Why do we got Giants? What? It is very. No, they're both like them. They're both like them. What are you talking? What are we talking about right now? (laughs) The year the Giants beat y'all in the Super Bowl, and y'all are like 16 and 0. Okay. Okay. And who are we comparing them to? Both the Bengals and the 49ers. (laughs) Why? Because I they both are just Niners. red hot. Yeah, more the Niners than anybody, but the Bengals kind of have that same vibe in the sense of like they're not supposed to be there and they kind of just are just hot. They just play hard. They're going they're going for wins. If the Bengals win the Super Bowl, I'm gonna be pissed off. I won't lie. That You're won't be happen. Mad. Won't I watched happen. this whole NFL season happen. for the goddamn Bengals it to win the happen. Super Bowl. I will be it won't mad. happen. I don't think so either. Mad? I think I'm y'all know how I feel. Yeah, Chiefs, I'd be pretty pissed off. I, I, would, I, I would be like, nothing matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams, I think the Rams are my pick, honestly. If not the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the obvious pick, though. So, I, I'm going to take the Rams. Could Rams defense slow down the Chiefs? We haven't even touched on Chiefs' bills yet. No. The, the, the Mac Daddy of them all. We got to put some respect on Josh Allen's name. Uh, Cap. Yeah, he got that S tier move up on the tier maker. I don't know. That boy is elite. He played a perfect game. Hey, he lost. All playoffs. For eight quarters in the playoffs, he played perfect. And to no fault of his own, he lost. That's fine. He lost. He turned Gabe Davis into an overnight sensation. Yeah, Gabe Davis might have been. <laughs> Gabriel the Davis was playing. Hey, he went berserk. He eight receptions. He had eight receptions. Four of them were touchdowns. <laughs> and like 200 yards. 201. He, oh, man. When he broke that, he broke that boy. That was dirty. He had more yards <laughs> than Tyree crazy. Kill. That is wild. Boy had Jamar Chase numbers. He had more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. Like this man <laughs> was going crazy. <laughs> had a sixty-point uh, fantasy performance. No, no, like I was going like. I, honestly, we can't even talk about this game and do it real justice. Like that fourth quarter, I might go watch it later. Tonight, Not even the just fourth for my quarter, own. The last minute. two minutes. Just so, the last like, two minutes. Okay, I'm gonna read you guys like the what? What do we call the, this? The score the, lock score. Yeah, the score lock. A minute and fifty four seconds. Or, okay, here let's start. Let's start with the first score of the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, eight minutes left in the fourth. They had a few. Uh, the Chiefs hit a field goal. It's twenty six to twenty one. Uh, with a minute and fifty four seconds left. 
Gabe Davis scores a 27-yard touchdown, and then they get a two-point conversion. It's 29-26. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Bills. And then we get the Tyreek Hill 64-yard bomb with a He's minute. up the peace signs. Yeah, a minute, two, yeah. two seconds left. And then we it's get another. The coolest thing ever. Facts, facts. He's like two he, yards ahead of him, and he's like, "You're." He threw up well. a peace sign to somebody, yeah, who was ahead of him. That is stupid. Acting like a damn anime character, and right? Then he fucking burned him, burned his ass. Uh, and then we have a Gabriel Davis touchdown with 13 seconds left. Uh, they the Chiefs get the ball back. It's 36 to 33 at this point. Bills. The Chiefs get the ball back with 13 seconds left. Go down the field and kick a 49-yard field goal to tie, and then they win in overtime. I think that's what I'll remember the game for most. Or honestly, it was as even though they lost, it is kind of the Josh Allen game. It, it was supposed to be the Josh Allen game, but then the 13 seconds like slightly overshadowed it. But the fact that we're gonna remember Josh Allen a lot because of this game, even they lost, and we're gonna remember Josh Allen playing this game and Gabe Davis we're going to be talking about the night Gabe Davis went off what I'm going to remember this night for is the night fucking Patrick Mahomes bitch wife fucking sprayed all those people with champagne (laughs) in the freezing cold see I'm going to remember this night as like I was pulling for the Chiefs heavy because I had some serious money on it so like me as well yeah so like I was just sitting there frantically pulling for the Chiefs and they just like made my my day it was just awesome Greatest clutch of all time. I couldn't imagine being on the other end of that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. They're on life support right now. Oh, my goodness. I got texts from friends. They were not doing good. But (laughs) I'm looking at, like, the win probability thing, like, throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 90.5% chance Buffalo wins. <laughs> with 13 seconds left, it's disgusting. <laughs> and it goes down oh to a tie. They said you got a one <laughs> in ten chance of God. losing, and Patrick Mahomes was like, "Oh, I'm so gonna win this." <laughs> this looks like the most like inconsistent like stock chart ever. Like this is up and down, up and down, just crazy madness. You're awesome on the game. You, you go from thinking you're about to host the AFC Championship. To on your couch in 13 seconds. I hope people have learned just to not bet on the fucking Bills to win games that matter they're because, cursed. like, they're, they're, they're yeah, like, <laughs> just just how it is. It, yeah, there's just nothing trends, else to say. Trends about don't it. really change in football. Trends continue. They are cursed. Yeah, I don't know if that was the best football game I've ever seen. I I, I tweeted it that. After I watched it, but I think it was the best fourth quarter I've ever seen. It's flash that's, over that's time. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, people, people, we might be jumping the gun on best game of all time, but it I was, have to think about what beats it because that was pretty fucking crazy. I mean, that yeah, Chiefs yeah, the best, Rams best game on Monday night, Tuck Rule, years ago. 2001. Oh yeah, fuck, fuck, Tuck Rule game. <laughs> fuck you. Terrible. That shit's terrible. The start of a dynasty. That shit is embarrassing. <laughs> That's the luckiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> the dumbest fucking shit. 
Duck Rule. That's my favorite game. But uh, <laughs> you're the worst person. <laughs> how old were you? How old were you on Tuck Rule game? I, I zero. Uh, no, I was not zero. I was. Uh, we're the same age again. How old were you? <laughs> it was like December, I think. So you were like five months old. Yeah, you didn't even like, I did not have a consciousness or hair. So this man was shit in his I, pants. You, still, you might have put it, put it in the air. You put it in the air by being alive. You gave you gave them some luck. Right, exactly. It was awesome though. Fuck the tuck rule. Eh. Just because I didn't have consciousness doesn't doesn't <laughs> prevent me from going and watching it on YouTube. No, respect, respect. <laughs> I watched <laughs> I watched the Brady doc and that is pretty good. I, I haven't lie. I haven't got to that yet. I I feel pretty like I'm, I'm putting no that away. I'm putting that away for like when he retires. I feel I that. Yeah, it does it. seem a little early. Yeah, yeah I was is. the same way, man. It's like I, I refused to watch it, and I was just wanted something to watch. And the the first couple episodes were good because like we didn't have a conscience uh, then. So, like, seeing all the backstory of that was interesting because I wasn't, like, 100% familiar with all that. But then, like, when you get to the later episodes, when it's shit, I remember, like, the Seahawks Super Bowl. I'm just like, okay. You just couldn't, you just couldn't take it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I something even, I need to I didn't to get see. to the Falcons episode. I, I, that's fucking bullshit. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not watching that shit. And then, the, and then their last one in New England, that was, that was bullshit as well. Um, before we move on to looking forward and talking about these games ahead a little bit more, uh, I did want to give my salute to my favorite baseball player of all time, David Ortiz, first ballot Hall of Famer. We don't have to talk about that too much, but go yeah, salute. Let's also Thanks, touch man. on the fact Barry Bonds not being in the Hall of Fame is. Totally oh yeah, no the joke. the hall the Hall of Fame is a joke. It, it has no credibility. Um. It Barry has Bonds. some validity, but their rules are just bullshit. I mean, it has validity because Major League Baseball sends people to it. That's it. Like that. That's the only, like the Barry Bonds not being in the Hall of Fame is a disgrace. Quite literally. Dec- How long do you have to wait after you're retired to get in the Hall? Well, of Fame? Th- they can get in through some other ballot, but I'm not sure. Like, excuse me, the likelihood of that happening is just like really low. Like okay. not many guys get in that way. Okay. See what I'm what I'm banking on is all these fucking boomers and losers dying. Like <laughs> we, we just get we just outlive them, and we put Barry like our generation. <laughs> we put Barry, yeah, we're putting yeah. them in the yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah. I just hope it's not too late. I hope he gets to see it. But yeah, once all these old fucks die off yeah. and they give they give the votes to the, oh, yeah. the new gen, we're 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 getting that son of a bitch oh, yeah. in. Oh yeah. <laughs> Best believe it. All we, right. We we gotta break the boomer boomer traditions. Dude, I'm banking on the country moving in a more progressive like I don't know, dude. I feel like like once <laughs> once our generation's like sixty and we're the ones in office, you know what oh, I'm saying? Man. Yeah, they all lazy as shit. <laughs> we're the boomers. <laughs> we're the boomers, exactly. That that's what I'm excited that's to see. Great. That's great. I can't actually great. I can't yeah. wait for that either. <laughs> Weed better be legalized. That's all I'm gonna say. One hundred percent, it will be. One hundred percent. That's dude. That's what I've been saying all these years, man. That's hilarious. 
just gotta outlive these boomers. <laughs> <laughs> these old heads yeah. gotta go. They gotta uh, hey. I'm not saying they gotta go. I'm just saying they need they need to like get with the <laughs> time. Charge. Yeah, or like you, you need to step out, step out of the step down from your position and just uh head to Florida. Just give it up, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Enjoy life. But they're robots. They they gonna work until they're fucking dead. That's how <sighs> they think. I know. It's madness. NPCs. They're not real. I don't like that. It scares me. Okay. <laughs> um let's let's talk about these conference championship. It's fucking games. Westworld out here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what are you saying, Grant? Conference championship games. Let's ride. This Sunday. January 30th, 2022. Sunday, like I said, 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We have the Bengals going to Arrowhead Stadium and playing the Chiefs. And the line is set at seven. What do you think, Mims? What do you think? Seven points. It's madness. Bengals money line. Money line. Patrick Mahomes has never beaten Joe Burrow, and he never will. Joe Burrow is officially putting his stamp on the NFL. It is He is in charge from here on out. I just want you all to know that. Joe Shiesty is our last chance to stop Jackson Mahomes from doing more TikToks at the motherfucking Super Bowl. He's our only chance. That's not true. He's our only chance. Who's going to stop Jackson Mahomes from going to the Super Bowl? Me. Ain't nobody stopping Jackson <laughs> Mahomes from getting his TikToks in. That's all I'm saying. Not at the Super Bowl. Not if Joe Burrow wins. We all have to trust in Joe. He's the only hope. He now, Mems, Mems, we've heard the lies. Let me hear what you have to say when the Bengals theoretically lose. They won't lose. Okay. Like, I genuinely think they won't lose. Like, this team beat them a month ago, and I get what y'all say, playoff football. Like, I just don't see – like, the Bengals don't have a great defense, and that's really the only way to beat the Bengals because they can beat you in a shootout as crazy as it seems like they you did mean the Chiefs? a week ago. What are you saying? The Chiefs have a don't have a good defense? Correct, correct. Sorry. Yeah, you um, I was just making sure. Yeah, the Chiefs don't have a great defense. The Bengals can keep up in a shootout. And to be honest, I just don't think the moment's too big for the Bengals this time. Like, I feel like these players, like – I keep talking about Joe Burrow, but Jamar Chase and other guys in that team, T. Higgins, have played in games like with the brightest lights as this, like national championships and games like that in college. So I'm not really nervous. I just think they'll win. I hear you. I hear you. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is losing at home. That's what I'm it's saying. Like I, did, like, I hear you, and I, I'm with it, and I think that Joe Burrow is the – like partly of part of the future of the NFL, like a huge part of the future. But I think you're forgetting what he has in front of him. Like that offense, that Chiefs offense is ridiculous, dude. They can turn up just any second. And I don't think the Bengals defense is good enough to stop them, especially if it's an arrowhead. Like they have a top three wide receiver, a top two quarterback, and – a top two tight end 
all in the same offense. Ridiculous. The Bengals have arguably, I mean, I would say a top five running back, a top five wide receiver, and a top five quarterback. Not top five wide receiver. I might be tripping. Top there, five quarterback? Yeah. Wow. I think he's right behind that. Josh Allen. It's Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, I would say Burrow. This season. This season. Not with all the accomplishments you and looking dropping at the past, just this season. You are high on Joe Burrow. Why would I not be? You have your reasons. You have your reasons. But I just don't think he's good enough to beat the Chiefs. Oh, they, I mean, they're going to put up points. So, it's going to be a shootout, I think, like last time. But I see the Bengals. I'm, I'd take Bengals plus seven. But I could see the Chiefs, like, I could see the Bengals losing in a heartbreaker. I'm going to say, like, Chiefs by three in this one. I could see that. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible they lose, but I just think they win. Gotcha. I I respect the take. It's, I it's also, very possible. I also want to say there is some tweet that went viral today from Lawrence Tynes, who I believe played for Kansas City, saying that Joe Burrow and these guys have never played in an environment like Kansas City. And I was like, man, half of the SEC, over half of the SEC stadiums, literally, I'm not exaggerating yeah. this, are bigger than Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell he's talking about. And I'm not going to lie, half a stadium full of drunk 20-year-olds is definitely louder than some 45-year-olds in January freezing their ass off. It's fair. But I digress. Grant, your thoughts? Uh, I, I just don't think it's quite their time. I think your, your expectations on this team are a little too early. They need a couple more pieces. They'll be back. I, I, I'm not saying that they won't. I, I just don't think – I just so think the Chiefs that, are a better like, team. The Seahawks said that too whenever they lost fucking – And if the Bengals had lost to the Chiefs week 16 or 17, I would honestly probably be more with the idea that they might sneak one right here. But since the Chiefs lost, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's just my opinion, though. I think Joe Burrow is just too cool to lose in the playoffs. I think that's just what it comes down to. Joe Burrow is just cooler than Patrick Mahomes, and that's just what wins. That's a fact. Games. That I, I'm not here <laughs> yeah. to debate that. I'm not we know winning who's that. Cooler. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Don't call him Joe Burr for nothing. Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. This is a pro Joe Burrow podcast. In case y'all didn't fucking know, just wanted y'all to understand. <laughs> Oh, I'm, not, I'm neutral on him, which I guess he's, he's, he's in my super pro. So yeah, I guess I that does make us pro. I can't support the cause. I'm afraid. I, gotta I be would be hater. afraid too if I had to play against him. It's terrifying. So at least you don't have to play against Mac Jones. A far inferior quarterback. Superior. That's what he said, folks. That's not what I said. Not by any stretch of the imagination. It's not so even close. We we kind of already touched on Niners Rams, but like we didn't really hear what Mims has to say. What do you what are you thinking on this game, Mims? Niners Rams. I mean, I I'm just riding. I think, like I said, they're the hottest team in football, and it's hard to bet against them. So I'm riding with the Niners. They beat them. 
and week what was it 18 i forget they like added the week so i always say 17 but it was week 18 on that crazy comeback the rams were dominating them in the first half i believe i think we watched that game and basically they just seemed like the team of destiny like we were talking about earlier uh it's basically going to be a quasi home game if not practically a home game and i it's just hard to see them going out against a team they've already pretty much beaten twice this regular season. I know they beat the hell out of them at Levi's the first time, and then they came back on them at SoFi in week 18, and now it's just hard to imagine they lose a team that it seems like they just happen to have their number. I just couldn't, I I just couldn't feel – I just wouldn't feel comfortable picking them until I saw the injury report with Debo Samuel and Trent Williams being questionable. If they're questionable, they're playing. This is the NFC Championship, bro. There's no way they're missing it. Like, if there's, like, they even, like, Debo's on a contract year. Like, I think he fully, like, they're all in. They A lot of guys have been questionable in the Niners the past five weeks, and they've all played. Yeah, so. it's probably more just, like, you think it's just gamesmanship. Like, maybe they're just trying to, like, fuck with, uh, the Rams. I mean, I we all saw T- Debo like limping around on the field. Like, man, they're gonna give him a shot of whatever and tell him to go <laughs> play ball. Like, you kidding me? Like I said, it is the NFC Championship. <laughs> like, we're going to the Super Bowl, buddy. Okay, <laughs> okay, but even it like, it's like ninety five percent Debo Samuel, not a hundred percent Debo Samuel. You know what I'm saying? Like. I think, I think the Rams win. I think the Rams win. I understand. Our opinions are differ. That's okay. It's no, it's just it, it's okay to be acceptable. No, it's okay to be wrong. Yeah, like you were with the Titans last week. I don't recall. I do. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh Let's talk about Nganu versus Gone. It was Grant. Grant, you watched the fight, correct? I watched the fight. I did. <laughs> it was somewhat comical. That was a good one. It was a good fight. It was definitely a meme fight. It was. It was a meme. It was. Meme. It, was it was not what I wanted. Like, I was dissatisfied. I didn't pay for it, but if I did, I would oh, be upset. No. I'd be upset. <laughs> I would ne- I'm never giving Dana none of my money. Hell no. Yeah, never no. again. Never they again. They upped the price to $75 for pay-per-views. They're, they're taxing. That guy's a son of a bitch. I hate him. Um, yeah. But the fight, uh, it went the distance. Five rounds. Francis Ngannou went five rounds. And he... I mean, do you even call what he was doing wrestling? Like... He's he was just holding he was on getting, to him Yeah, like, he, was, he was getting him in, like... like I, just, I just hold him down. I, he big-brothered him. He big-brothered him. The size difference in there is, was pretty... I think it was, like, 15 pounds. But it looked like... Like, Cyril's a big guy, you know? And Francis and Ganu, like when they were both in the cage, I was like, God damn, Francis is massive. And that's how he got a lot of his takedowns. He just big bodied him. He got <laughs> yeah, he's outstruck. Just... 
He got pieced apart. He Cyril Gon's striking is so good. He t- he turned Francis Ngannou into a wrestler. How much How do you think he weighed that? standing in that octagon? Because he, he was, was two seventy. He was two seventy. They draw. <laughs> yeah, he was big. He was big. <laughs> he looked huge. Was I was big. like, he oh was my! Like it's like every time he fights, it's just like, oh my! Like, <laughs> he's fighting the guys that are supposed to be like the same size as him. He's just they're just not. <laughs> Did you guys see Dana? Dana scrammed after Francis won. He saw Francis won and he left the arena. He was so upset. Yeah, he did. Dana White's a fucking prick. Didn't put the belt on him. That is so disrespectful. He does not. How is he dropping the ball on promoting Francis? He should be a box office hit. You know what I mean? Like the casual should know this guy. He should be the modern day Mike Tyson. Exactly. But Dana. Just doesn't like he asked for more money, I think, once. Because when Dana or when Francis killed Stipe, Dana was so hyped. He was so he was smiling the whole night. He was smiling so hard he turned red. So and then four weeks later, Francis asked for more money. Then right then it was Francis has shit management. I don't like him. He makes an interim title. It's just so fast how Dana switched up on him just because he asked for one little raise, which he deserves. Yeah, yeah. I thought to himself, like, oh, he was this African guy. He's not going to ask me for more money. Exactly. Yeah, I legitimately think he thought that. And what's crazy is that, like, the pay they get is so minimal. Like, all fighters, yeah. like, comparison yeah. to what Dana White and the UFC as a whole gets. I saw a number. It would take 24 million – or not 24 million, excuse me, 24,000 pay-per-view buys to pay the $2 million total they paid their fighters. That's excuse wild. me, their fighters this pay-per-view. And they easily sold somewhere between like five hundred to seven hundred thousand pay per views just based off the last two alone. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I saw Figueredo who beat Moreno this weekend. He only made one hundred and fifty k, which is just absolutely criminal to me. Imagine oh, like stepping in a cage where like do, a dude can take a lot like years off your life, and you're only getting one hundred and fifty k. I mean, you're in there with 25 minutes with a killer. That's yeah. what championship fighting is in the UFC. That's absolutely like that's what you sign yourself up for. It's unfair, for sure. For like, sure. Yeah. But but they can't make. There's no money in MMA because Dana, the UFC is the lead promoter. It's a monopoly. It, it, yeah. It's like it's like EA and Madden. That's how it feels. That's it, it, they. They're the only people in the market. They're the only people because no one like no casual fight watcher watches Bellator PFL. They're only watching UFC, and they know that, and they know the fighters know that. So the fighters, the only way for them to get exposure is to go to the UFC, and that's how they end up with the best fighters. So they can lowball them in exchange for the platform, and that's where Dana comes in and says, it's not a job, it's an opportunity, and they, they spin it well. Dana's a good businessman. I think the fighters, the fighters are too stupid, and they don't like, and they don't like come together and form a union because they all hate each other. So they're just in a position where they're going to keep getting boned for years. Well, I don't think many of them really have the money to lawyer up like that and unionize. Exactly. They don't get paid, dick. Exactly. <laughs> they don't even know how to do that. They're from the slums of Brazil. And they're just taking what Dana gives them. It's awful. It's modern day slavery. It's really sick. Because, like, he really – he's getting filthy rich off of them. And I mean, he's not the paying US them too. what they deserve. 
Yeah. Like they have yeah, exactly. Like it's shout out dumb. Jake Paul. For real. Like he yeah, Never no, for I'd real. Say that, but like he actually is on Dana's ass. And Dana tries to brush him off as some kid, but you know damn well Dana like can't go to sleep because he's thinking about Jake Paul and what he said. Did mm-hmm. you see Jake Paul actually bought share in Endeavor, which yeah. is the parent company of the UFC, <laughs> yeah. and his main That's goal funny. is to improve fighter pay and uh, health so insurance funny. for the fighters, which, like, <laughs> I don't fucking like Jake Paul in general, but, like, if that's the agenda he's, he's on, I'm here for it. So yeah, Absolutely. If that's How could the you not be? Push- yeah, if that's the agenda he's pushing, I can't hate on that, but I do hope his ass gets knocked out, and he's got some good-ass <laughs> insurance, too, so... Sorry, this not time sorry, will Jake. come. His time will come. This time will come. Hopefully. If he's Hopefully. tomorrow, he'll, he'll just stop. Yeah. I thought he was going to retire after the Woodley one fight. I wouldn't but be surprised if he was just down. done. Like, I feel like he's made plenty of money. I mean, the numbers that. are starting to go down on the fights. Like, he's going to have to get another huge name in there with him. If he's yeah. going to, like, I feel like that's what it's going to take for him to get back in there. He's going to actually have to start fighting pros. That's like what's think, actually got to happen. I, I don't think that's fight, what's going to get him buys, though. I think I think he, like, what gets the buys are the big names. Like, he just starts beefing with whoever. Could Tommy Another, Fury get him buys? I don't no. think so. I think I think he just – that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I bet so. Jorge Masvidal could get him Hi. buys. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But he's dude. You know it's sad. I could so I can so I can see it now. I'm just putting this in the air. I, I definitely think Jorge will fight Jake Paul at some point, and I think and Jake lose. will win. Yeah, because like Jorge's gonna be washed, and Jake is like naturally like 190 or like something like that. I think he's naturally like 200. And Jorge's not as big as Jake. I I can just see that, especially when Jorge's wash and cut. I hope it's Jorge and not uh, Nate Diaz. Yeah, God, please don't be Nate Diaz. I'll be so upset. Uh What if Nate just fucking stocked in his ass and fucking that'd be great? Him up, it'd be. I would cry tears of blood all over his face. He's just going (laughs) berserk. He would be the man of the year, whatever year it is. They've been building statues of that guy. I already, I already fucking love Nate Diaz, dude. If he knocked out Jake Paul, dude, like. Against all odds, like just oh, that would be incredible. Highly unlikely, though. Be the most played knockout in fighting history. Nate Diaz, he'd, he'd give him the middle finger after. Mean mug him. Should be great. Who's the Who's the one person in the UFC you would send to go whoop Jake Paul's ass in boxing? I would say Francis, but I feel like that's too easy. I'm gonna say Paulo Costa. I think that'd be <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Two heels. <laughs> it's like fuck. Paolo's just I fucking throwing the hooks the whole time, the <laughs> racing his ass off the fucking earth. I would either send Costa or uh, this is funny. I would either send Adesanya just because Adesanya would be a prick the whole time and just definitely dice his ass up. Oh, that would be satisfying. And I know Jake Paul couldn't hit his ass because, like, people can't even kick this motherfucker. Like, he definitely can't punch him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm going to say Paulo Costa. Just, that just would just pure, be so the funny, pure, dude. For the pure comedy aspect. Paulo Costa or Rosenstrike? One of those two. Could you imagine their press conferences, bro? Like, Paulo Costa, yeah. Just making himself fun. look like an idiot, dude. Oh, like, Jake Paul is just like... Destroying him on the bike. 
and then that he just gets in the ring and gets KO'd, bro. It would be like perfect. I think seconds. you just cracked the code. I literally think like you just got the perfect guy. Like he's gonna make himself look it's like Costa. an idiot at all. Yeah, no, it has to be Costa. You you figured it out. Him and his dumbass manager just sitting up there at the fucking press box. Splendid work. Glasses. Costa's like, I'm gonna knock him out. I was happy. Going back <laughs> That's the only phrase. Yeah, he he's just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna hurt him. I'm go- he didn't know English. I'm going to knock you out. Yeah, <laughs> I knock you out. Like literally, he like struggles on the last word of every sentence. God bless gonna, him, though. I get it. It's not his first language. Sonya. Still, yeah, hilarious. Uh, back to the card. That's something I found. That was pure comedy. I liked when Figueredo beat Moreno because everyone's on Moreno's dick when Figueredo's the better fighter. And no no one wanted uh, Figgy to win, even though he did win. Joe Rogan and DC were being biased on the commentary the whole fight. And I just thought it was great. First, like, like Francis hadn't even won yet. So this started Dana's anger because he wanted Moreno to win, his Mexican star. So yes. he had to give the belt to Figgy. And, and Triple C was in his corner, Henry Cejudo. His corner was just straight super Brazilian super villains <laughs> with Henry Cejudo. It, they were taking a picture at the end. It was Figgy, Henry Cejudo, uh, the dude with the glasses, his manager, and that Brazilian translator, the bald guy. It was just, <laughs> just a great super villain team. I loved it. And they're all like five, six. So it's <laughs> yeah. They all kill you. Guys. Bunch of bunch of little killers. I, I like how Henry Cejudo. Yeah, the only reason why Henry Cejudo was in Figgy's corner is because he's bored and he wanted some attention, which I just think is hilarious. And then like on his Instagram, on Cejudo's Instagram, he was saying like, "This is what happens when I coach you." He's just <laughs> look at me. Like like he can't do without attention. And he, he, I'm sure he was crying in the car after Dana denied him the title shot at Volkanovski at featherweight. But dude, it's like he's been retired for two years. Like, no, he's not a draw. He's not a pay per view draw. It just made no sense. I, I'd be down for uh, Henry Cejudo versus Volkanovski though. That'd be a good one. But if, from a business standpoint, I get why Dana didn't want that. But anyway, it's too late for that. There, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I liked how Figgy won. That was just that. That was the first was a, repeat flyweight champion ever. Mm-hmm, that was a win for the hardcores for sure, for sure. Big win for the hardcores. I feel like everyone in that stadium was pulling for Moreno. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Mims has gone offline again. Rip. This happens like every episode now. It's, <laughs> it's something. But um Hello. Uh, there, sorry. There he is. Welcome. Okay, back. yeah, no. We California is like the biggest draw, like the biggest market or Mexican market for the UFC because they don't usually go into Mexico City or anything like that, obviously. Mm-hmm. So California has a huge Mexican population. But yeah, Fun no, fact. that's why the entire fucking crowd would be from uh, Moreno, obviously. Yeah. And I think that also is hilarious why Henry Cejudo, like, <laughs> isn't he like, I'm pretty sure his heritage is Mexican. It is. 
It is. <laughs> and he's <laughs> over there. <laughs> what makes it even better is that Cejudo was playing puppet master, like not just training Figgy, but he also got Figgy fired up and told him like Moreno betrayed me and all this. <laughs> Because, like, Cejudo, like, coached him on The Ultimate Fighter for, like, three months. And then, like, Moreno just, like, didn't talk to him. Like, it wasn't even like they had a falling out, I think. I just think Triple C was just, he was just, <laughs> he was just saying shit to get Figgy fired up. And it worked. Uh, if Figgy was telling the media, I'm fighting for Triple C's legacy. Like, he actually <laughs> was hilarious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did not know all that. Do you guys know the last time the UFC went to Mexico City? You guys familiar with that? Yeah, we lost Mims know? again. We lost anyway. Mims again. But no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'll explain, Grant. Yeah, so the last time the UFC went to Mexico City, Yair Rodriguez, a Mexican flyweight, got eye-poked. In uh, or excuse me, he eye poked Jeremy Stevens, his opponent, 15 seconds into the fight, and they the, the doctor called it a no contest. It was the main event in Mexico City. It was called a no contest in 15 seconds, and all the Mexican fans just started throwing all their beer and all their shit in the octagon. Oh my God, she was absurd. <laughs> I'll link you a video after this. It was crazy. I thought it was Cain Velasquez versus Fabrizio over Doom, but I stand corrected. Yeah, uh, Yair Rodriguez versus Jeremy Stevens won first fight, main event, fight night. Great night for the company. That is madness. I do remember that now that you say that. That was <laughs> like, what, a year, two years it ago? It was a minute but, ago, yeah. Yeah, I was say it was pre-COVID, if I remember. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, I was still. Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say I do remember that. <laughs> that was wild. That was a meme. Oh man, the landscape has changed so much in like two years for UFC. It's honestly crazy. Yeah, like in terms of I mean, champion, who, who, what fighters I support. It's honestly crazy how much two years does for MMA. It's a young man's game. It is. Shall we? uh, Unless you're Glover Teixeira. This is true. Shall we hop into our draft? Shall we? Yeah, Bims, do you want to explain to the people what we're doing? Okay. So the Pro Bowl is coming up, folks, in case you didn't know. And we are draft fiends. We just are. So we concocted an idea that we will quasi-draft our own Pro Bowl teams. It consists of we will go position by position for rounds. We will start with quarterback, and you will get one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, a tight end, an edge rusher, which can be like a fourth, like an edge D end or like a standing up outside linebacker, a D lineman, preferably like an interior D lineman, a linebacker, and two DBs. Yes, yes. Okay. And I'm going first for whatever reason because Mims likes to go last. And I let Jack choose where he wanted. And he said second. So I'm going first. You're going to keep it balanced. Yep. Yeah. And we are snaking it here. So 
fret not. We're not going to have an uh, overloaded team for me. Um, yeah, long cotton here, fellas. That's why you picked to go last. All right. That balanced diet over there. That balanced breakfast. Most important meal of the day. Okay. Quarterback to start? Yes. Right? Yeah? Okay. Uh, I picked Tom Brady. Uh, he – Valid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. He went crazy this season. Uh, it was a sad ending to the season. But um, nonetheless, I mean – Dude's 44 years old, first in the league in passing yards, first in the league in touchdowns, uh, second in QBR, over 5,000 yards. Um, And I know part of that is their offensive scheme, but it's still just fucking insanity nonetheless. And, I mean, he's he's done so much. He's brought me so much joy in my life. It it would be wrong for me not to take him here. So, Tom Brady's my pick. Might be the last time you'll be able to pick him. I know, and it's really sad. Like, it really does make me sad. Um, and it, he should Brady. be our MVP. Like, all reality, I, I I believe he should be our MVP. But fucking Aaron Rodgers is probably going to win. It's going to make me upset. But whatever. I'll pass it over to you, Jack. Yeah, cool. I'm taking the real MVP. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. He's slowly became underrated in the past two days, which is ridiculous. In my opinion, he's still the best quarterback in the world. Him or Mahomes. Fair enough. It's enough said. He's not bad at football. He's still he's he's a goat. You gotta give him some respect. He's a goat, I guess. Yeah. He's can't argue that. He's a goat. Yeah, that's fair. He's a goat. He's a weird guy. He's a weird guy, but we love him. <laughs> I love him. Hope he sticks around. I have a love hate relationship with him. We're not going to turn house to Jeopardy. <laughs> why? Who thought he'd be like? Why would he fit for Jeopardy? Where's the correlation? Like, I because don't... he's so fucking like pretentious and like smart and like talks down to people. It I think so Fitzpatrick should host Jeopardy. He's just not that's the draw. Like Aaron Rodgers doing it. Like that's just such a big name. I feel like he'd be mm-hmm. so good at it, and he has been good at. it. He's done it before. I actually haven't seen him do it. I need to watch. I bet he's him on the State Farm commercials. It's just like, yeah, it seems, it seems like they forced him to do it. Like it seems like he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he just like, like, where's Mahomes, my money? <laughs> Mahomes sounds so like natural, and Rodgers is just like so monotone. That's just how he'd be. I'll pass All right, Mims. Yeah, uh, what you got for us? Uh, I'm gonna be. Not chalk, because I sh- should take Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to take Josh Allen, just because I got to give him his roses after what the playoff performance he put on. He played eight quarters of perfect football and just got screwed by the overtime rules. OT NFL OT just sucks, but uh, yeah, Josh Allen is definitely going to be my quarterback for the Pro Bowl. Had a great year. Um, like quarterbacks and yards for, or actually led the NFL in yards for rushing attempt, which is hilarious. Uh, stepped up when they needed them. Uh, where is it right here? I uh, just really kind of just resurrected the Bills. Also a cool quarterback, and it took a lot out of me He's not cool to take guy. Joe Burrow. By the way, I'm sure it did. Well, if this is the Pro Bowl, according to you, Joe Burrow will be too busy playing in the Super Bowl. 
It's also yeah. why I didn't take him because what you just said. But, yeah, Josh Allen, 36 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, which is a career high. But I feel like they didn't run the ball, like, at all this year. <laughs> yeah. all. Also, there's an extra game, so there's that. So, his interception percentage was the second highest in his career. So, not the best either. But mm. him running the ball and the overall team success kind of just wanted me to put him there. So, yeah. And – to running back, <sighs> man, I'm kind of torn. But fully healthy, Derrick Henry. Good pick. Uh, the numbers speak for themselves. The first seven weeks he was healthy, I think that's how long it was. He had, like, almost 1,000 yards. I think he had, like, 937 yards, and then his ankle broke or whatever the hell happened with his foot. Uh, his foot died. Yeah, but before that, he was basically fucking Superman. And was the heart and soul of the entire offense for the Cardinals. Excuse me, not the Cardinals, the Titans, Jesus. Quite literally. Derrick Henry. Quite literally. Yeah. They live and die by Derrick Henry, and that's a fact. But I'll pass it on to Jack here for his pick at running back. I'm going to take – Jonathan Taylor. He was yeah, you have to. Year. He was insane this year. He's he's crazy. I think he'll be good for another, like, even though backs don't have a long lifespan in the NFL, I could see Jonathan Taylor being a workhorse for some years. This is a phenomenal season. Shame the Colts didn't get a chance to go out in the playoffs, but it's not really a shame because that let the Steelers in. But, yeah, I feel like the Colts, they're not screwed. Hell, they could get Rodgers. But, yeah, they'll still have Jonathan Taylor. He's a great running back. Led the league in rushes for over 40 yards. Crazy. Yeah. A fantasy workhorse this year. Sickening. Who would have thought? Not me. I'll pass it to you, Grant. Um, I mean, my running back has to be Nick Chubb. I I love Nick Chubb. He's so consistent. He gets hurt and he comes back, and then he just and then he just just continues to do what he was doing when he left. Like it's just <laughs> he, 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 he was second in the league in rushing yards. He didn't play every game this season. He had like yeah, no, he had two hundred twenty eight attempts. That is more than a hundred less than Jonathan Taylor, and he was second behind him in rushing yards this this year. See, that's funny because guy. that's only nine more than Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry only played in eight games, which shows you that he's quite literally the heart and soul of their offense. But nonetheless, um, yeah, no, John uh, Nick Chubb's a he's just he's just so consistent, man. I just love Nick Chubb. He might get hurt during the Pro Bowl, but hey, that's okay. Um, and then my receiver, <clears throat> my first receiver, we get two. I'm taking Cooper Cup because he just had the most insane season ever. Uh, 145 Second most. I mean, yeah, but like 
not being literal, okay? <laughs> he had just a crazy year. He almost had 2,000 yards. He was so close. If, if MVP wasn't a quarterback's award, it should go to Cooper Cup. Yeah, 16 touchdowns. Year. He had 30 catches for over 20 yards. If he doesn't win MVP, that just proves it's a quarterback award. For sure. Like, he... 145 catches. Phenomenal. This is probably the best receiving season I've seen in my lifetime, statistically. I mean, absolutely. I'm looking at the numbers right here. We got, what is this? Uh, 11 guys with 100-plus catches. And... 14 people over – no, more than that, over 1,000 yards. Excuse me. Way more. But, yeah, no, it was just an insane year for receivers. Granted, the NFL is super pass-heavy now, but nonetheless. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed yeah. it. It was like a week in and week out, like, it's like, okay, Cooper Cup has to slow down now. Like, he's mm-hmm. not going to keep producing at this rate. And he mm-hmm. just kept fucking doing it. It was mm-hmm. insane. Still doing it. Yeah. Still, yeah, right. He's still, yeah, still playing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say who caught that pass from Matt Stafford to set up that field goal. Right. <laughs> Cooper Cup has been. He's I never thought ball. I'd say he's top two receiver in the league right now. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> and he's not two. Right. Then this season, at least, is, uh, I don't know if he'll do it again. That's all I'll say. I, he's such an alpha Chad. This year, he's in my team, though. Yeah, I was very pissed off when he was going off because Grant will tell you I drafted him in fantasy for like two or three years in a row, expecting him to just pop the fuck off. And he just – get hurt. Yeah, and he just would I mean, and he just would be second to Robert Woods usually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Back mad annoying. The Jared Goff days. Yeah, it was mad annoying. I'll pass it to you, Jack. Who you got for your first wide receiver? Uh, I hate to be high on the Packers because they just died, but I'm taking Devontae Adams. No, nah, that's probably the correct pick. He's still, like, one of the best receivers I've ever seen. I mean, I have a hot take. Like, I'm sorry that I'm not shutting up about the Packers, but I think Rodgers and Devontae Adams is probably the most dominant QB wide receiver wide receiver duo I've ever seen in my lifetime. Uh, Best receiver I've ever seen in my lifetime is Prime AB, but he had Big Ben as, as his QB. But in terms of a duo – you don't remember Brady Moss, huh? That's Brady what Gronk. I was about to say. Brady Moss. Nah, Brady Moss for sure. I don't know. 22 touchdowns to Randy know. Moss. That was a wild season. 22 touchdowns. Know. Yeah, I don't know about that. He, he did say it was a hot take. It is a hot take. It's it's a hot take. I give you over a sustained – over a sustained, like, amount of time, yes. But – all purses like straight looking at they haven't it, won enough they haven't done enough for it, me look looking at it from a like consistency brady standpoint. and moss never I won guess. a super bowl together yeah but they won i mean they they, they won the divisional <laughs> <laughs> they won the conference no, they went to one yeah they went to you're right they, they went to one That's yeah they, they should oh, yeah they never went to one and so brady and moss won one more game than Devontae and Aaron. But I'm looking at it from a consistency standpoint. I just don't think we'll ever see anything. 
it, we're not going to see anything like that for a while. I'll pass it to you, Mims. I know you're, it's valid. I was just giving you shit, but um, <laughs> I've, I'm it's a homer pick here, but I think he was second in yards in the entire NFL. Uh, give me Justin Jefferson. He's Kirk Cousins' goddamn quarterback, and he's putting up the numbers he does. 108 <laughs> catches, 1,616 yards, 10 touchdowns. He had 27 catches over 20-plus yards. Uh, first down percentage of 69. Nice. Uh, on 167 targets. I mean, he's definitely the most explosive player and probably the most consistent player with Dalvin Cook being in and out of the lineup, lineup excuse me, on the Vikings. Obviously, I'm a homer here because he went to LSU. But, I mean, the tape speaks for itself. He's been incredible since he got into the NFL, and he's kind of, to me, taking that leap into the upper echelon of wide receivers. So, that being said, I like it. I'll pass that on. Or, wait, no, I've backed back picks here. You did. That's right. That's right. Oh, man, I kind of did not prepare for that. I'm going to be honest. I forgot. Let me take With a the tight end. No, I got another wide receiver. Oh, that's true. There's two receivers. Uh, I don't want to be Homer twice, so I'm not going to do that. So I am going to steal someone else's. Give me Debo Samuel. Uh, Debo Samuel, 77 catches, 1,400 yards. He only had six catching or receiving touchdowns, but he had motherfucking eight rushing touchdowns. So that make, takes it up to, believe, 14 on the year i'm not great at math a shit yeah. ton yeah he was he did enough most, probably the most dynamic playmaker in the nfl as far as we're talking just in terms of versatility it's like the skill position wise uh catches the ball runs the ball i kind of classify him as a running back if you ask me but he's a wide receiver on the fucking all pro list so i'm gonna give him that so Debo samuel and my wide receiver too for sure I love Debo um, Samuel. Yeah. He could he could build his legacy in the next three weeks, which is crazy. Debo Samuel, all-time great potential. They can somehow win a Super Bowl. It's Literally. just funny because I remember my buddy when we were like 15 because he played against Chapin in high school. <laughs> he like fucked us in the playoffs. And then uh, he was committed to USC, and my friend was like, this guy – is going to be so good. <laughs> and here we are. You guys know old Alex Nelson, good buddy, good buddy of mine. He, uh, he DM'd Debo Samuel a clip of him getting tackled, like on Chapin High's field, like a five-second clip on Twitter. And Debo DM'd him back, you lame as hell, and blocked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Why would you talk shit to a guy named Debo? <laughs> you must not have seen Friday. I don't like, think he it... meant it in like a harm like in a harmful way. That's what makes it even <laughs> I think I think he just meant it in like like hey, you were at my high school and he and he didn't take it the right way. I mean you send a player of them getting tackled, like they're all crazy in the head, so they're probably not gonna like that. <laughs> Debo felt disrespected. Good pick, though. Oh, I was. I just looked Great up guy. Debo Samuel's real name. His name is Tyshawn. I was really hoping his name was like fucking like Pete, 
<laughs> Harold. Harold Samuel. Pleasure. All right, Jack. What you got for us? I'm taking a healthy DeAndre Hopkins. When he was healthy, that Cardinals team was completely different, and he's still a top three receiver in the league in terms of talent. When he's healthy, he's great. But he's healthy. He's arguably one, man. He's he is arguably one. Yeah. Enough said. I'm taking the. Yeah, I was about to say he's pretty much just like the resume speaks for himself there. He's far from washed. He's far from being mediocre. He's gonna be. He's gonna be up there for a while. Been in the league eight years. I don't see him slowing down though. It really right. seems as though in the modern day NFL, you need an elite wide receiver to like out win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Like looking back on past like Super Bowl winners outside of the Patriots. No offense, yeah. Grant. I was about to say cap. <laughs> But, like, in general, outside of that, like, you kind of, like, all the top teams in the NFL, like, have an elite wide receiver. Like, look at the four teams left right now. Cooper Cup, uh, Jamar Chase, Debo Samuel, and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. Facts. In today's NFL, I would tend to agree with that statement, yes. Not going to change for a while. Speaking of Tyree Kill, how is he still on the board? I don't know. Because I'm a homer. Well, I picked him. Tyree Kill. He, <laughs> he's the fastest man on the planet with, with football pads on. It's a fact. If you don't believe me, watch a Chiefs game. It's unbelievable. You cannot touch him. It's crazy. When he gets the ball, Romo, Romo kept saying this all game. It's like he's playing tag out there when he gets the ball. And that's, it, that's how he'd be looking. He he's just so him. fast. Like, it's just like he has a career in track. Like, it's just unbelievable. It's just <laughs> he's hard. an alien, bro. He's so fast and his hands are amazing. I love Tyreek Hill. He's so fun to watch. Pause. Um, what? His hands are amazing. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> All right. Tight end. Mark Andrews. Uh, He's a didn't beat. see that coming, but I appreciate it because I was thinking the same thing. He he was the best tight end this season. Absolutely. He He wasn't on the best team, and he won't get his roses for it, but he was absolutely the best tight end this season. Uh he was the best receiver on his team. By yeah, far. I was about to say, yeah, he's wide receiver on his team. Uh, so wa- check through the air. Um, and he's a great run blocker too. And he's only like 24 years old. Uh, he's got a long career ahead of him. He's Hall of Fame bound at the rate he's going at right now. Um, just an amazing, like probably the best. Unfortunately, probably his best statistical season in the NFL comes on a shitty Ravens year. Just so injury depleted, just could not stay healthy for the life of them. And uh yeah, just sucks. Mark Andrews for sure. Easy pick. Um, I feel like it's down to Kittle or Kelsey. Not necessarily. Gonna... <sighs> Who else you got? Darren Waller. Pitts. Gronk. Pitts. Pitts had a great season. Yeah. Hey, don't help him with his pick. 
I'm taking George Kittle. He's he's the best damn tight end in the league. I think he's better than Kelsey. I think really? Kelsey. Well, that's yeah, ridiculous. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you can think that, but I you're do. wrong. <laughs> I, do. I do think that. I do think that. I think if Kelsey wasn't on the Chiefs and he didn't have – I'm not saying Kelsey's bad because that's what it sounds like. Did you I think see the video Kittle's- on Twitter of him, like, He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. He has, a, he has a quarterback's IQ. He's ridiculous. But he could be a head coach or an offensive coordinator somewhere. But he's so George, cool. When George Kittle takes over, it's George Kittle's over. cool as shit too, though. He can, he can catch any any contested ball. I swear. You guys remember when they played Cincinnati? I think no, was- no, I'm not hating. No. I had George Kittle in my most successful fantasy league of the season. Dude was a hooper. Tank. He, he was, was like a he was a at the beginning of the season. He was like a average wide receiver one. Like he was like putting up like 20 a game. It was awesome. But yeah, he did get hurt, but he like I traded for him when he was about to come back. So he yeah. it's not like I drafted yeah. him. So I only yeah. got the love in from him. So like gotcha. it was yeah. So I only got yeah. I actually he traded finished. Kyle Pitts for him. He finished fourth and uh as far as tight ends and receiving yards, 910 yards. Pitts was ahead of him, right? Uh, yes, Pitts had a 1,000. Yeah, dude, Pitt, yeah. That's what I'm saying. As a rookie, bro, and yeah. he can block like a motherfucker. Pitts, yeah. Long-ass arms. Yeah, well, He's not the Kittle. best blocker, but Pitts only had one touchdown, in fairness, too. Really? Atlanta's mm. allergic to touchdowns. Yeah, their best receiver can't score. That's a fact. Julio Jones is living proof. Yeah. Got that Atlanta right. stank on him. The stats don't back up my claim about Kittle, but I just I mean, think he was hurt. He no, passes. he was hurt. Like he was That's out true. for like a solid amount of time, like four weeks saying, or something. From the eye test, I think he's the most dominant tight end. Hey, this league. is a Pro Bowl, so like these are guys. Like it's not who had the best <laughs> season necessarily, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's fair. I mean, listen. In fairness, he played three less games than Pitts and Andrews. So if you give him his average of sixty-five yards, that's like what two hundred forty or. 180 more yards. He's up there to like 1,070. So he'd yeah. be at third, you know, right behind Kelsey. Mm-hmm. But who is your pick? I'd assume. My pick it has uh, to be. It was going to be Kyle Pitts because I didn't think he'd be up here at this point. But now it's got to be Travis Kelsey. Like, you're kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Second amongst tight ends and uh, catches. Second in the yards, obviously. One less game play than Mark Andrews, but I don't think he was catching him regardless. Tied for first in touchdowns. Plays on probably the most talented offense in football and is a big part of why it is the most talented offense in football and may go down as the best receiving tight end of all time when it's all said and done. So give me Travis Kelsey. I think it's fair. We have Andrews, Kittle, and Kelsey top three tight ends, even though Pitts is good. No, Pitts will be there next season. Pitts is really good. It'd be hard to – who knows? Matt Ryan's there next year. He'll for sure – he's a beast. I think the tight end position is, I mean, it's not super. I mean, it is pretty deep, honestly, as deep as it's ever been. I mean, Dawson Knox was hurt for most of the year. So is TJ Hawkinson, but they're both pretty good. Uh, Mike Gesicki, Gronk, still kicking. I mean, there's Don't plenty. sleep on Dawson Knox. That's what I'm saying. Dawson Knox was a baller for me in fantasy. Like you said earlier, he was hurt for like half the year. But DJ Hawkinson was hurt most of the season as well. Exactly. Yeah. So. First three games of the season, TJ Hawkinson. Darren Waller. Hot as, 
tight end on the market. Yeah, dude, because Jared Goff was going <laughs> every time. <laughs> kind of hard to blame him looking at who they got on wide receiver depth chart. but Yeah, I was about to say, what was he supposed to do? But I, that brings us to defense. Mims will start us out with an edge pick here. Um, it's pretty fucking obvious who it has to be. It, it's got to be Jack. I'm sorry to do this to you. It's it's TJ Watt, dude. It's fine. Uh, I think what do you have? Twenty two sacks. Twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half. Yeah, an NFL record, I believe. Uh, granted, one more game. Obviously, than previous record. It was going to happen, game. guys. It was gonna yeah, happen. I was about to say, it's destined to happen. It's just that's how it's set up now. That's how numbers work. But yeah, you have one more game to play. It's just you're probably going to have more. But, yeah, no, 22 and a half sacks in NFL record, easily the most dominant player on defense overall, in my opinion, all season. So, T.J. Watt deserves his roses. Uh, definitely – the shining the star of the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever change. <laughs> the engine <laughs> of the defense, which I mean, the only reason, no, not the only reason they're great defense, but definitely puts them in that upper echelon tier of defense, like defense. He likes you it in Pittsburgh. I think you didn't think it was possible, but like he's making an argument like, will he be better than his brother? <laughs> if I think he's going to get defensive player of the year this year. So if he could, I mean, oh, JJ sure. has three, though. That's what I'm saying. That's like, wild. it's going to take a lot. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it almost seems like. Oh, man. I don't know. I have no idea. But the he fact could... that that's even a question we're asking is awesome for you, Jack. Yeah. That is wild. He's really Y'all just got to get the quarterback. You got to nail this quarterback offseason. Outside rusher. Yeah. Yeah, Edge, yeah. I'm gonna take Miles Garrett, even though I don't like him. Yeah, he's pretty, I mean, he's, he's pretty. The talent is undeniable. He's <laughs> yeah. pretty fucking good at football. Enough said. I don't want to talk about him because I don't really like him. Not even because he bonked Mason Rudolph on the head. That was fucking awesome. I just can't. I, to say. I just can't support someone in my division, you know. But I'll pick him because he's good as shit. That might have been his best play of all time. Was just bonking <laughs> the shit out of fucking. I enjoyed Mason Rudolph. It. If 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 Mason Rudolph is our QB one next year, I will remain loyal to the Steelers, but I will be on life support the whole time. So Miles Garrett might kill him. That, you can't yeah. switch would, up on a team like a Steelers, dude. Once you claim fandom, like uh, that's it. Oh no, I'll never switch up. I'm just saying I'm gonna be questioning my life. No, yeah, no. Yeah. We'll have you on suicide watch for sure. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully it won't come to that. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, my edge pick is uh, uh, there's one guy that if y'all don't say him, I want to give him a shout out. He had an incredible season. It kind of went under the radar. I'm gonna take Robert Quinn. I'm glad you said it. 18 and a half sacks broke the uh, Bears single season franchise record. Kind of hard not to take him. It's not like a huge name, but like like Mim said, he doesn't really get a lot of love. It's, he's on the Bears, dude. And um, like, like 18 and a half sacks, a shit ton of sacks. And I know the Bears weren't like tremendous this season, but like kind of like what Mims was saying about TJ Watt being their best player, Robert Quinn is probably the Bears' best player. I don't think that's much. There's many, yeah, like – I'm trying to think. 
it's a wasteland over there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think a you know, Fuller's over there. I think Amos is over there. Khalil Mack. Oh, Khalil I forgot. Mack. I completely yeah. forgot about Khalil Mack. <laughs> but, Did he have um, a good season? I'm not as good as Robert Quinn. Clearly. Yeah, no, definitely <laughs> not. No, Robert Quinn was. Yeah, no. Shout out, you Robert Quinn. Want, you know what's crazy Robert though? Smith. What? I want a class. Oh yeah, that's valid. Uh, Robert, this is Robert Quinn's uh, Robert Quinn's second best game or like season in his career. Yeah, and he had 19 sacks. And yeah, and more and, tackles. Damn. So he's He'll been be in the league. This is 10th season. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, got 101 career sacks. Damn, Robert Quinn's a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> he's a he's a dog. Um, and then uh, interior line. There is only one pick I can make here. It's Aaron Donald. Yeah. I don't like like Jack's been saying, enough said. Enough said. <laughs> like, dude. Respect. A specimen of a human being. Terrifying. I wish he, I, I would love to see Aaron Donald get in the octagon. <laughs> I don't know. Horrifying. <laughs> that shit would be fun. Give me Aaron Donald versus Jake Paul. Exhibition. That's who we should send in there. Yeah, yeah. no. Well, I mean, it, th- that would be the only. I don't think somebody's surviving. If Aaron Donald is intentionally trying to hit you in the face, and it is allowed, and he makes contact, I, I little, <laughs> little, no chance you're staying conscious. I think Miles Garrett, because I think Miles Garrett could get down to the weight and still keep as much power. Because Miles Aaron Donald weighs like three hundred pounds, two hundred. Miles Garrett's pounds. more athletic. Yeah, Miles Garrett could dunk. Yeah. Dude, give me give me Miles Garrett with two years of MMA training over Greg Hardy. Give me that. Greg Absolutely. Hardy would die. Yeah, if Greg Hardy can do it, Miles Garrett can do it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Jack, interior lineman. Uh, I'm taking a Steeler. I'm taking Cam Hayward just because he's a fucking beast. He's one of my all time favorite players. I had probably him not the best down stop. actually. No, but was, he had a good season. His first team All Pro was he not? I think so. I believe yeah. he was. Um, and he's an old um, fucker. Yeah, I want to go on a little rant. So I, I was looking at a bunch of Rogers rumors going to Pittsburgh on Twitter, and Pittsburgh fandom it's unfortunately filled with a bunch of boomers, and they think like they think that. I don't, I don't know what they want. They don't want Rodgers maybe because of his vaccination status and, and they just think he's an ass, which he is. But, like, why wouldn't you want him? And, like, like, they're more okay with the idea of starting Mason Rudolph than trying to get, like, a QB in free agency, which makes no fucking sense to me. They want to rebuild and shit. It's like there's players like Cam Hayward who have been in the league 10 fucking years and who are not getting younger that create like a win win now type roster in Pittsburgh. I, I'm just I'm not again I'm not um for and he's not gonna be there forever, right? Exactly. Yeah, no, like these no. players deserve a good run and um we can't have fucking you just gotta have off. faith in your front office and hope they don't, don't fuck it know. up. It's a bunch of old heads <laughs> who are too scared to do anything. They couldn't let go of Big Ben for seven seven years after he was out of his prime. It's horrible. But my my tangent's over. I'm going with Cam Hayward. You gotta be. I mean, as a Steelers fan, I'd imagine you gotta 
be really excited this offseason, though, with the possibilities that surround. Yes, the there's always excitement about change. I mean, you know, true. Brian Kelly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get it. <laughs> Never know. Never know. I, I, just, I won't a... be surprised if Rudolph is QB one when week one comes around. If you had to pick a top three, like odds for the Steelers starting quarterback next year. Yeah. Who do you who do you visualize? It's it's really hard for me to say, but I'll try to come up with some with the top three. Because I really have no idea what direction the organization wants to go. I, I don't see Rogers happening. That's too like big for Pittsburgh to do. Has like, the they, best odds in Vegas. I don't I think it's off. I know Pittsburgh. I've been following them for twenty years. You know like out the womb. Out the womb. Damn it. I know this team. Like, I know this front office. They're not big moves. They, they don't, like, make big moves. They only just build from the draft and will make, like, good signings that aren't too crazy. I mean, they I traded know. for Minka Fitzpatrick. That was a big one. That was the best thing. <laughs> that was the best thing they've done ever, I swear. That was the best thing. Other than that, they're scared, and I don't trust them. But if I had to pick three QBs, it's because it, I don't know if we'll trade up in the draft. So, like, and I feel like Pickett is going to go pretty early. So, I don't know. The only QB, I'd say. Malik Willis. I'd say Matt Corral is actually on the list. Like, as crazy as that sounds. I can just see it for some reason. Yeah, which I, I wouldn't can like too. I wouldn't be too much of a fan. I could see Matt Corral going a lot of places, though. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be good, actually, yeah. What if the Browns are just like, surprise, (laughs) (laughs) fuck Baker, welcome to Cleveland. I knew Baker was shit when that week 18 game, I couldn't tell the difference between the Browns when Case Keenum played and when Baker played. I just thought it was the same team. I was like, how much better is the Browns with Baker? I've known Baker was shit since year three of his career. He's just, he's a straight college quarterback. He's just, yeah, I've given up. He wants to be Joe Burrow so bad. He does. We'll never be Joe Shiesty. Ever. All right, I'll pass it to you, Mims. Uh, that leads it to the guy who molested Joe Burrow last week, uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, <laughs> he fucking had three sacks last week, which I think was like second in a playoff game all time. But which is a tie with a lot of people. I'm not going to be honest, but still. He had 12 tackles for loss, eight and a half sacks. Uh, was second team all pro, I believe. Or yeah, excuse me. Yeah, eight and a half sacks. His best year of his career by far. Fifty four total. Uh, Fifty four total tackles. It was just a beast, an absolute beast. And I think he's taking that step into the elite tier of uh, defensive or interior defensive linemen into the or in the NFL. It's fair. We were kind of chalked there. We kind of just picked like the NFL All Pro team. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. That takes me to my linebacker pick, who I'm gonna have to give it to again. Chalk here, Devontae Campbell. I believe he led the NFL in tackles. I'm not quite sure. Pull up his stats right here. I'm sorry, I was on Simmons. I keep forgetting I have back to back picks. I'm so unprepared. 
but he was kind of the best overall player on the Packers this season than the defensive side of the ball. If I had to phrase that correctly. The heart but, and soul. I was about to say, he really was. He had two interceptions, 146 total tackles, um, six tackles for loss. He averaged 14 tackles a game, I think. Is that what I'm saying? Yes. Damn. So, those are crazy numbers. Those are really crazy numbers. Actually, I did not know 14 a game. Jesus Christ. I knew he was having a crazy year, but I did not know it was that high. Yeah. Is that that correct? (laughs) I think that's what I – if I pro football, yeah, no, this has to be right. Yeah, no, because I'm looking at this here. Yeah, no, that has to be right. Damn. No, maybe, maybe combined tackles. I think so. Okay. Solo Bill. tackles 102, and not 146. But after combined tackles, 14 combined tackles a game. Dang. So an absolute playmaker. Grant, are you with us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just you are waiting for my turn, man. <laughs> he doesn't want to say anything. He's like, I got someone in mind here. <laughs> but yeah, no. He Take his pick. Kind of been had really was not existent in Arizona. I mean, he had 99 tackles, had a really good year last year in Atlanta, but was riding in Atlanta because they suck. <sighs> Poor guy. And really Pot found him in Green Bay, and he's probably going to leave because it was a contract year. Green Bay's in cap hell. But the salary cap doesn't exist, so we'll see. Like New Orleans. Exactly. We prove it time and time again every year. But it's like the Saints are fucking negative 50 million in in cap space. And we're like, we're resigning Alvin Kamara, though. (laughs) (laughs) Six years, 41 million pound. Everybody's like, what? (laughs) Where are they getting this money from? Yeah, no. This rich old white lady. Gail King. Mike, Michael Thomas Gail still Benson, on the fucking me. roster. Yeah, Michael Thomas is just getting paid to chill at home, <laughs> play fucking cod or whatever the hell he plays. He ain't doing shit. I mean, he's living the dream. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. God, at the expense of my team. That sucks. Not great. Not great time to be a Saints fan with Sean Payton retiring. But hopefully we just promote Dennis Allen, and that would be great. All but, right. I'll pass it on to Jack there after the Devondre Campbell pick. Uh, linebacker, correct. I'm taking taking Fred Warner. I think he's I think he's a fucking tank, and that Niners defense is so much better when he's out there. When he went down in the Cowboys game, that was like a big, that's a big moment, and that just showed me how much impact he's got while he's out there. Yeah, that's about it. I'll pass it to you, Grant. Okay, okay. Um, I'm trying not to be a stat nerd here, but Denzel Perryman had 94 solo tackles this season. So I think I'm going to take Denzel Perryman. I like it. I like it. Like that just sounds like I a guy who's that. always there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't watch mm-hmm. many Panther games this season, but because the Panthers, like Panthers. Are, yeah. That's madness. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he had such a crazy season and I was just gandering over the stats here, but 94 solo tackles. 
is kind of hard to argue against. So I'm going to, yeah, I mean, <laughs> kind of got my hands under tied there. Um, but that brings us to our first DB pick. And if you don't know what I'm about to rant about, you haven't been listening to this podcast. The pick. You take him first. Yeah, I'm taking Jay-Z Jackson. <laughs> Why the fuck would I not? Jay-Z Jackson had an unbelievable <laughs> season. My guy, our our guy. Stephon Gilmore, not our guy. Jay-Z Jackson, our guy. Okay? Um, listen, the fact that he is not an all-pro – he got snubbed out of money, as a matter of fact. There was an incentive in his contract where he was going to get a bonus if he made an all-pro team. Or mm-hmm. all-pro. Like, he did make an all-pro team, but he like had to be all-pro. And he got snubbed because of Trevon Diggs' Bullshit. fucking burnt toast. Bullshit. Party. He's terrible at football. It's the worst That's thing bullshit. I've ever seen. He... I hope I hope the Cowboys give him millions and millions and millions of dollars. That that's the only good thing that could come out of this. Mm-hmm. Like I hope that That'd Dallas just yeah right. Like, Dallas just become like, yeah. It, it, I think it'll happen too. I, it, I, I think he may that. have tricked. I think he, we <laughs> he may have done a good enough job. He is pulling the biggest magic trick. Yeah, they're like holy in NFL shit. history. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, interceptions are valuable. So, like, yeah, I'm not, he's not, not like, bad. I'm not, yeah, he's not terrible, but he's burnt toast. <laughs> he's burnt toast. Though. He can't. No, like, no, he's burnt toast. Like, <laughs> Kadarius Tony schooled him, and Kadarius Tony did that to anybody uh, else the whole work. year. Oh man. Yeah. So J.C. Jackson. He didn't get his flowers from the NFL. You're getting him on this fucking podcast. Hell yeah. First pick, DB, J.C. Yeah. Jackson. Hell yeah. Props to you, my man. Thank you for such an incredible season. God. All right. Hate I'm going to take Trevon Diggs. He's terrible. Just the worst. Cowboys fans, just the worst. I'm so glad they fucking lost. It's what America needed. Right. <laughs> America's um, team, my ass. <laughs> for real. I'm taking someone who isn't burnt toast. I'm taking AJ Terrell of the Atlanta Great Falcons. Pick. I think he's locked down and he's going to be he around is. for a minute. He's going to be around for a minute. I like him too. He's, he's so just young. Good, he's someone I'd want on my ball team. Like, I remember he got absolutely mossed in a CFP game. I think, I think it was by o- Olave. But just showing, just going up with them, just being a dog. Like he was on his ass. From then on, I was like, "This boy is gonna be a star." Like and defensive sure enough, centers get posted on, but they also they get days. Mm-hmm. Jamar so, Chase yeah. schooled him. I'm taking AJ Terrell. He gonna be around for a minute. I like the pick. I respect it, and I just cannot believe this guy is still here. <laughs> I mean, are you fucking kidding? I know, like, I know, I know what you gonna say. Jalen Ramsey, like, are, you, are y'all we, shitting we don't me? Like, we don't like him. Like, he's good, but I don't know. 
He's the best defensive back in football. He has been for the last, I mean, what, four years? Him for Stephon Gilmore, but, yeah. like, he's been in that yeah. conversation, like, 1A, 1B yeah. with him for the last four years. So Jalen Ramsey definitely has to be the pick here, and I don't see how I got him. Four interceptions. I mean, probably outside of Aaron Donald, who's made to be the best defensive player in football, or T.J. Watt. Uh the best player on defense inside of the ball, period. I like it. But uh, that brings me to my second DB pick, and I'm going to go with the safety here and a guy who had five interceptions. And I'm going to rock with the Titans defense heavy. Give me Kevin Byard. Beast. Yeah, he, he really just had an incredible year. He was ball hawking real hard. Uh, he – Really wasn't caught out of position, helped the Titans defense. Titans defense really was a huge fucking part of their success, and I don't think people give that enough credit. They were a great unit on that side of the ball. But Kevin Byard, guys like Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, guys I mentioned earlier were huge reasons of that, and Kevin Byard is definitely deserving of mentions here in our exclusive Pro Bowl. Good pick. I have to toss it over to Jack on that one there. Um, so we can do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a safety as well. I'm taking Derwin James. I like seeing him not injured for once. And although the Chargers defense was ass, Derwin James is a fucking beast. And he deserves his roses. Enough said. I'll pass it to Grant with that one. Uh, mm. I think I'm going to take Justin Simmons. Valid. Uh, he's just like the workhorse kind of of that uh, Broncos defense ever since Vaughn left. Everybody kind of expected them to really fall off defensively, and they they have in a sense like they they certainly haven't been better since Vaughn's left. But they haven't been terrible. Like, they've been, like, a really average football team. And that wasn't – like, I really thought they were going to be, like, where like, sitting with Jacksonville and all of them. Like, I thought they were going to be awful this season. And they really haven't been. Uh, Strung up, like, eight wins or something. Yeah, and Justin Simmons has just been good this season. Um, I mean, there were plenty of scenarios they could have made the playoffs. Definitely. They had, like, 3-0 to start the season. I mean, right. Teddy got hurt at the end, too. Don't forget about that. Like, yeah. D-Lock's terrible. Imagine if Teddy – they could have – with how crazy the AFC ended, like, if Pittsburgh got in, Denver for sure could have somehow got in. Maybe if Teddy didn't get hurt. I don't know, though. Yeah. We'll never know, sadly. But I think that wraps it up, that draft. Um that does. So my team consisted of Tom Brady at quarterback, Nick Chubb at running back, 
Cooper Cup and Tyree Kill at wide receiver spots. Strong. Uh, Mark Andrews at tight end. Robert Quinn at the edge. Aaron Donald on the interior. Denzel Perryman at linebacker. J.C. Jackson and Justin Simmons as my defensive backs. Solid squad. I would say all my squad, but kind of forgot them all. Pretty sure I had Rodgers. Jonathan uh, Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Devontae yeah, Adams. DeAndre DeHop, Hopkins. Kittle. Yeah, uh, Kittle. Yeah, Cam Miles Hayward Garrett, in there. Miles Garrett. Fred Warner. Fred Warner. A.J. Terrell. And Derwin James. Yeah. Very good. And I had Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, Travis Kelsey, TJ Watt, Jeffrey Simmons, Devondre Campbell, Jalen Ramsey, and Kevin Byard. Those are the correct pro ball teams. Uh Uh-huh. In no Uh, order. There's just like – Intellectuals decide. Yeah, those – that's it. That those not, are the guys. Not media bums. Lineman not included. Is good. No, yeah, yeah. We keep, we keep it a hundred here. Absolutely, we would never lie to y'all. Ever. And and if anybody tells you otherwise, they're wrong. They're lying to you. Don't listen to them. You heard the you heard the list. We just gave it to you. Tell them Grant Mason and Jack sent you, and that the correct Pro Bowl list is as mentioned previously. Yeah. Tell your source, friends. Source, Tell your grandma. Exclusive podcast. Podcast. We're great sources. Definitely. No inside knowledge or nothing. Just the internet at our disposal. But mm-hmm. I digress. Anything else to say, Grant? Anything else we need to talk about? Um, about Joel Embiid should be in MVP conversations or anything like that. It should be. James Harden wants out. He's pissed. He's yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. What, what, what's going on? What, he, all of a sudden, he was just like, oh, I, I don't like Brooklyn." First, of Brooklyn's straight. Second yeah, of all, like, he's like Kyrie Irving <laughs> playing part time is bullshit. I want. <laughs> it took I him this want... long to like freak out. Houston was paying me, and I was getting ass in the strip club. Like, what the fuck? There's is this? no good strip clubs in Brooklyn, Kevin. You lied. Yeah, like what? What the fuck? He's mad as fuck. He like him and Eli. Kevin Ashy as hell. Yeah, him and fucking Eli Apple must be best friends. They were over here both just like fuck these teams. Yeah, they're like, like fuck these cities, man. Yeah, like literally just trashed everything. I, like, how like, is he gonna what go to a home? Possessed home-town? James Harden like mid season, just like right before the All Star break. Like, yeah, fuck <laughs> right before the trade deadline. As a matter of fact, like what? This is a weird time to kind of like voice it. I feel like you should have been doing this for a minute now, my guy. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll be able to trade Ben Simmons and something else for James Harden. It'd be wow. sick. That'd the be, the thought of scenario. James Harden Billy. and Joel Embiid on the same team oh, terrifies man. me. Oh, man. We can't have that. We can't have we that. Have not that. in the East. No. Not in the East. We would be easily, <laughs> not, like the Fox would be shaking in the boots. Definitely. Get out of here with that. No, 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 no. 
We would package oh, like no, Ben man. and Tobias Harris with oh, a shit. Dar gonna waste James Harden's final oh. years. <laughs> that team be dysfunctional. You can't give Doc Rivers all that talent. He won't know what to do with it. You gotta get a new coach. Like, you think up. James Harden's like gonna listen to Doc Rivers? Like he's gonna get out there and look at Joel and beat. Like, Doc listen. Rivers is gonna have a stroke. Oh, no, Doc man. Rivers has Doc to coach. Rivers sucks. He does. Oh, he's holding I, this team back. Like I don't know. Like how many different teams does he have to coach? He like bro. Lob City Clippers, Jack. Dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Why'd you have to hit me in the feels? You know, how many li- you know how many years off my life were, were taken from the Lob City Clippers and the decisions Doc Rivers is making? You that was he- the most. And I watched, I was a fan of Big Ben's last year. And those Lob City Clippers teams were more frustrating than watching Noodle Arm Ben. <laughs> Stumble around in the pocket. How the <laughs> fuck didn't that team win a ring, man? It's, a, it's all right there. Like the starting oh, no. lineup. Listen to this starting lineup. Chris Paul, Reddick, Matt Barnes, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. How Prime DeAndre fuck? Jordan. DeAndre Jordan Prime. was disgusting. Prime Blake Griffin. Prime, yeah. I mean, <sighs> prime Chris Paul, in my opinion. I mean, New Orleans fair, but those first couple of years. Chris Paul's was, had a long prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, those were some frustrating teams to uh, watch. Blake, Blake Griffin at the time was my favorite player in the NBA. Trust me, I was very, very upset he with Doc awesome. Rivers. He was awesome. He got my team a ring, and we got him out of there. Well, we do, we do, yeah, we that do. But see, that's the frustrating thing. He only got y'all one ring. Y'all had Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Rajon Rondo on the same. I mean, team. do you like listen to how many divas you just named? Like, One did you really? Ray. Yeah, did you think that was Ray? Ray left, bro. Ray Ray ditched us. Y'all, y'all had him for three. Grant's still salty about that. Fuck Ray Allen, <laughs> fucking coward. He he went to the Heat for less that money. Is, like what? He the did fuck? the as the KD before the KD. Oh man, yeah, no, that's the that's the, the time fucking Ray the, Allen wasn't like the second. That's best the Boogie Cousins the right there. This man was like nah. I'm just gonna take eight. Yeah, that's I'm just gonna take eight. Oh, was, that was score spineless. eleven points a game. What a fucking nah, bro. That was spineless. Two K legend Ray <laughs> Allen forever. Fucking definitely too. bitter taste in my mouth about that man. You really don't like Ray Allen like that? Who you no! Like, right? Who do you like Ray? Who do you dislike more, Ray Allen Gronk. or Gronk? You dislike Gronk more. I than hate Ray Gronk. Allen. I can't stand Gronk. That's mad. Damn, that's your guy though. Did you hear what he said? If what, if, if Tom England? retires, he would consider coming back f- for Tampa. That's all. That's all. That nail in the coffin. Fuck Gronk. I'm surprised. Literally, fuck Gronk. That's just funny as shit because he, that just means he doesn't like – he just didn't like the cold, man. I cannot – I mean, how many times do you need me to say? I cannot – I don't uh, – he – Mims used to not believe me. He's like, oh, no, nah, you're just fucking with me. You like Gronk. Like, no, I hate him. Like, I actually do not like him. Like, thanks for the memories, pal. Go fuck yourself. Dude, but he got you like – how many rings he win with you guys? Four, I think. 
like how do how does that how does a player like that not stick with you? Like, come on. Because it, it kind of like ask me if I like Steve Spurrier. Do you like Steve Spurrier? Not like, not as much as I should. You're a fucking maniac. I can't hate him, but I I'm not a fan by any means. <laughs> Are you shitting me? You quit on our team, man. What a fucking coward. No balls. <laughs> Bro, he was holding y'all back, and he knew it. That's why he quit. No, that's not how you do it. You quit on our guys. He's a cat. Well, he's the only reason y'all were ever relevant, Damn. ever. So there's that. The season didn't even end, and he was already employed by Florida. Dang. LSU retired him. That's all I know. It's crazy. And- thanks for the – like I said, thanks <laughs> for the memories. Go fuck yourselves. Dang. The NBA All-Star oh. starters get announced tomorrow. Interesting. Damn, I wish I knew we, we could have drafted ourselves three different all-star teams here too. <laughs> we can do that on the next pod for certain. Or we can do it now if y'all want, but I don't have any stats pulled up. No, I, I am very unprepared as well. Yeah, I'm unprepared. Exactly. I don't yeah, I'm I an don't NBA. Know. I'm honestly a casual. Like I'm I'm a casual until the playoffs hit and then I'm full. I'm a casual and it's like really boring. until like the fucking Super Bowl ends, really. I mean, that's when I start. Yeah, up watching yeah, yeah. When foot, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm in football mode right now. I'm Can't a football play. guy. What can I yeah. say? Yeah. I don't have league pass, so I'm just subjected to what's on TNT and ESPN. Yeah. But yeah. I watch what's on for sure. We got no the streams, playing. bro. But still, like, yeah. And the Celtics are really fucking hard to watch. They won by 50 tonight. Yeah, with uh, Sacramento without Darren Fox, whipty fucking do. We should be winning by fifty. <laughs> I think it's so funny that teams like Sacramento have just had like the same exact roster in the past like six years. Like they gotta do free Darren Fox, free him. My God, just poverty. Joel and beat at forty-two and fourteen tonight. Oh, at twenty-eight, twenty-one, and nine. I uh, still just think they'll lose in the playoffs. Like I, just an update on our bet, Jack. Yeah. Arizona UCLA is playing right now. Oh damn! Forgot about that. <laughs> Sixty-one to fifty UCLA. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, we were confident. Uh that's, that's such a rip. That's buoyed by a big first half. Damn. They've Wait. drawn even in the second half. It was 40 29 in, in the first half. Ain't 40 29. Nine minutes of ball left. Plenty of time to go on a run. I guess, man. On the road, though. Like, come on, Kuh. Damn. On Sphinx. All right. Anything else we have? Is there anything coming up? I mean, no. I think we covered everything. Sports are dying before our very eyes. They are not. They are not. The juiciest (laughs) content comes in the offseason when all these players have time on their hands to do shit. This is true. And then I guess – I guess – Basketball season. March isn't too far away. Listen, the Super Bowl is going to be in like February. At that point, we'll have the All Star break in basketball, so we'll have the dunk contests and all that, and that'll take us right into March Madness. 
Don't forget, we have UFC and golf weekly as well. NHL NHL playoffs, April, NBA playoffs in April. We got it all. Not a huge NHL guy. I'm just hoping that they can figure everything out over there in the MLB so we we get an MLB season, man. I just just fell back in love with baseball very recently. They can't just Just take it away from me like that. Yeah, like what the hell is this? uh, uh, Grant's back. Yeah, the they were like, oh, let's send the Sox to the a- AL uh, championship series. And then, uh, yeah, just have them lose have stress. And then Go let's also them. have them trade Hunter Renfro for fucking Jackie Bradley. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. That pissed me off as soon as I come back, man. Whatever. Um. Don't sleep. Winter Olympics coming up too. Oh, I guess I guess we got some. <laughs> Don't sleep, Marcus Cleveland. We got it all. Yes. We got it all. We got it all here at the exclusive podcast. Podcast. <laughs> What's the next World Cup? Is that next year? Never because of COVID. No. Nah. And the World War Three starts next year too. Oh yeah, those time travelers on TikTok did tell us that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> right. That's where I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate you guys for listening if you've made it this far. You have You're made it this far. Yeah. You have made it this far. Why haven't? Why wouldn't you? Um, if you enjoyed Actually, I don't care if you enjoyed <laughs> tell tell everyone that this podcast is awesome bro <laughs> tell them that it is the greatest the damn podcast we the don't podcast. lie but you should lie to people yeah <laughs> dude yep 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 uh, and if you did like it don't lie about it and be very vocal about it dude you, sh- you guys should just start spreading the word the exclusive podcast podcast man mm-hmm we're, we're, we're here. Back-to-back episodes. Within less than a week, we're back. And we'll be back soon. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for again for watching. Uh, follow us on the socials. Uh, Jack, man, we love having you on. Oh, it, it, I'm blessed. I'm d- blessed. D- we are blessed. Thank you I'm, so much I'm for blessed. gracing us with your presence I'm- here. I'm flattered. We um, would love love to have you again very soon. I'd love to be back soon. Yes. Um, to anyone who got this far, or why wouldn't you? Follow me on Twitter at um that I'm back on my gang shit on the bird app. Jesus. Follow, follow me for bangers. Jesus. Nobody's <laughs> safe. That's that's <laughs> <laughs> MMA Twitter, get ready. CNN and MMA. Fox needs to get on that coverage. Jeez. MMA the cut has returned. <laughs> MMA and NFL football Twitter, be fucking where. Oh the my God. A, a new Piotr Jan picture is in order. I'm shaking a, a new my boot. Piotr Jan profile picture is up. Oh no. They're scared shitless. <laughs> Dude. Oh, uh, we have to end the podcast. Is among us. I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna have nightmares. No, stop. <laughs>
follow the cup, please, before you start going at ape shit ever on everybody. Please, please follow the cup on Twitter. And also follow us, fucking losers, at exclusive pod YT. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mims, say goodbye in the podcast. Say say whatever you want. Goodbye, people. Joe Burrow's gonna win a Super Bowl in his second year. He's the best quarterback to ever do it. Bye. Psych. <laughs>